Welcome to Zichu Daf Simani, member by Ram Goldeneye, and there is Masechus Kedushin Daf Ein Dal, the fourth parak Asar Yuchsin. This Daf has been sponsored as a schus for all the men, women, and children in Eretz Yisrael who have been taken hostage, that they be quickly freed, and for all those injured in the attacks, that they should have a refuah shleima. So the three topics we're going to focus on. Number one, it was taught in a Bryce that where two people are arguing over who bought an item, the seller is believed to identify the true buyer. Now, this is only where the merchandise is still in the seller's possession because it's his responsibility to complete the transaction and give it to the buyer, and so it's careful to remember him. Once it left his possession, he's no longer granted special believability because he's less careful to remember the buyer once he fulfilled his responsibility. Although he would remember who paid him, the cases where he received money from both, but says, I received money from one willingly and from one against my will. Similarly, a judge is believed to say, I ruled in favor of this one and against that one, but only where the litigants are before him and he's responsible to remember his decision. After they left, he's no longer believed since he's not responsible to remember his verdict. He cannot simply rejudge the case because the case was a ruling of Shuda Dadaini, a ruling based on the judge's discretion, and he may rule differently the next time. Pointing to the Mishnah Duff Samach Tes taught that Abashol called the Shtuki Abaduki and examined one. The Gemara asks if this means Shabotin as Imo, that we ask his mother, and if she says, I had relations with a genealogically fit person, she's believed, this is merely a repetition of Ben Gamliel's position, who taught that an unmarried pregnant woman is believed to identify the father as being one of pure lineage, whereas Rabbi Yeshua disagreed. The Gemara suggests when Ben Gamliel only ruled the mother fit for a Kohen, but not her daughter, and Abishol rules even the daughter fit. However, since there's an opinion that the opinion, referring to Raman Gamliel, that rules her fit also rules her daughter fit, the Gemara answers instead that Raman Gamliel's ruling was the Rob Ksherim where most of the men of the city are fit in relation to her, meaning her child from them would be fit for Kahuna. But Abishol says she's believed even where most people of the city would render her child unfit for Kahuna. And pointing with you, the next mission teaches, all those forbidden to enter the congregation. are permitted to marry one another. For example, a mumzer and a shtuki, an uncertain mumzer, may marry one another. Rabbi Yudah forbids them. Rabbi says, those whose prohibition to the congregation is certain are permitted to those whose prohibition to the congregation is certain, such as mumzerim with nisinim. But Suffolk mumzerim cannot marry a certain mumzer, for example, nor a Suffolk one. Since a permit for a mumzer with a shtuki was already taught on Daf Samachtes, and reviewer's opinion would appear identical to Rebbe Lazar's, the Gemara proceeds to suggest numerous interpretations of the Mishnah and disproves them, until Rebbe ultimately explains, Ger an Ammonite or Moabite convert is the difference between them, and they are the ones forbidden to enter the congregation that the Mishnah permits to marry other such people, such as mumzerim. Even Rabbi Yehuda, who prohibits converts to marry mumzerim, would agree that these converts who are prohibited to legitimate Jews are permitted to Mamzerim, and the Gemara concludes that first part of the mission is all one opinion. So once again, the three points are number one. It was taught in a bracelet that where two people are arguing over who bought an item, the seller is believed to identify the true buyer. Now, this is only where the merchandise is still in the seller's possession because it's his responsibility to complete the transaction and give it to the buyer, and so it's careful to remember him. Once it left his possession, he's no longer granted special believability because he's less careful to remember the buyer once he fulfilled his responsibility. Although he would remember who paid him, the cases where he received money from both, but says, I received money from one willingly and from one against my will. Similarly, a judge is believed to say, I ruled in favor of this one and against that one, but only where the litigants are before him and he's responsible to remember his decision. After they left, he's no longer believed since he's not responsible to remember his verdict. 
he cannot simply rejudge the case because the case was a ruling of Shudadadaini, a ruling based on the judge's discretion, and he may rule differently the next time. Pointing to the Mishnah Duff Samachtes Amadov taught that Abashol called the Shtuki Abaduki an examined one. The Gemara asks if this means Shabotin as Imo, that we ask his mother, and if she says, I had relations with a genealogically fit person, she's believed, this is merely a repetition of Ben Gamliel's position, who taught that an unmarried pregnant woman is believed to identify the father as being one of pure lineage, whereas Rabbi Yeshua disagreed. The Gemara suggests when Ben Gamliel only ruled the mother fit for a Kohen, but not her daughter, and Abishol rules even the daughter fit. However, since there's an opinion that the opinion, referring to Raman Gamliel, that rules her fit also rules her daughter fit, the right answer is instead that Raman Gamliel's ruling was the rope sharing Eitzla, where most of the men of the city are fit in relation to her, meaning her child from them would be fit for Kahuna. But Abishol says she's believed even where most people of the city would render her child unfit for Kahuna. And pointing with you, the next mission teaches, all those forbidden to enter the congregation. Mutar are permitted to marry one another. For example, a mumzer and a shtuki, an uncertain mumzer, may marry one another. Rabbi Yudah forbids them. Rabbi says, those whose prohibition to the congregation is certain are permitted to those whose prohibition to the congregation is certain, such as mumzerim with nesinim. But Suffolk mumzerim cannot marry a certain mumzer, for example, nor a Suffolk one. Since a permit for a mumzer with a shtuki was already taught on Daf Samachtes, and Reviewer's opinion would appear identical to Rebbe Lazar's, the Gemara proceeds to suggest numerous interpretations of the Mishnah and disproves them, until Rebbe ultimately explains, Ger an Ammonite or Moabite convert is the difference between them, and they are the ones forbidden to enter the congregation that the Mishnah permits to marry other such people, such as Mamzerim. Even Rabbi Yehuda, who prohibits converts to marry Mamzerim, would agree that these converts who are prohibited to legitimate Jews are permitted to Mamzerim. And the Gemara concludes that first part of the mission is all one opinion. All right, so now we get our Simon Rudav Eindad, and our standard Simon is a witness, an aid. So here goes. The seller who was told in the witness stand that he wasn't believed regarding who he sold an item to, since the item already left his possession, heard the judge call Shtuki a Baduki, who ran through the courtroom to see the chuppah taking place outside of an Amoni Ger marrying a Mamzeris. Once again, slow motion. The seller who is told in the witness stand, witness stand, that must more enough, ein dalad, aid. The seller who is told in the witness stand that he wasn't believed regarding who he sold an item to since the item already left his possession, which reminds us, it was taught in Bryce that where two people are arguing over who bought an item, the seller is believed to identify the true buyer. This is only where the merchandise is still in the seller's possession because it's his responsibility to complete the transaction and give it to the buyer, and so is careful to remember him. Once it left his possession, he's no longer granted special believability because he is less careful to remember the buyer once he fulfilled his responsibility. So the seller who was told in the witness stand that he wasn't believed regarding who he sold an item to, since the item already left his possession, heard the judge call a shtuki a baduki, which reminds the mission of Samachtes Amunov taught that Abashul called a shtuki a baduki and examine one. Abashul holds that if we ask his mother and she says that she had relations with a genealogical fit man, she's believed even where most of the people in the city would render her child unfit for kahuna. So the seller who was told in the witness stand that he wasn't believed regarding who he sold an item to, since the item already left his possession, heard the judge call a shtuki a baduki, who ran through the courtroom to see the chuppah taking place outside of an Amoni ger marrying a mumzeris, which reminds us, the next mission teaches, all those forbidden to enter the congregation, 
are permitted to marry one another. Rava ultimately explains that Ammoni or Moabi Ger are the ones forbidden to enter the congregation that the mission permits to marry other such people, such as Mamzerim. Even Rabbi Yehudu prohibits converts to marry Mamzerim would agree that these Gerim, who are prohibited to legitimate Jews, are permitted to Mamzerim. So once again, the seller who was told in the witness stand that he wasn't believed regarding who he sold an item to, since the item already left his possession, heard the judge call Ashtuki a Baduki, who ran through the courtroom to see the chuppah taking place outside of an Amoni Ger marrying a Mamzeris. All right, so now it's time for Four Blabak Hazara. Daf Ayin. So the Simran Daf Ayin is an eye doctor. So here goes. The eye doctor, eye doctor, that must be more on Daf Ayin. The eye doctor who could see in his patient's eyes that he was marrying for money, which reminds us, Rav said, Anyone who marries a woman unfit for him for the sake of money, he'll have children who are unfit, which he supports from a Pasuk. He further darshans that Pasuk to add that he'll lose money he gained from her as well as her own money in as little as a month. So the eye doctor could see in his patient's eyes that he was marrying for money, was startled when an irritated patient waiting to be seen called the doctor a slave, to which the doctor called him a slave, which reminds us, Shmuel says, anyone who disqualifies, it's with his own blemish that he disqualifies others. The Gemara brings the story of the man who called Rabbi Yehuda by Yechezkel's attendant a slave, and how Rabbi Yehuda banned this man and called him a slave. So the eye doctor could see in his patient's eyes that he was marrying for money, was startled when an irritated patient waiting to be seen called the doctor a slave, to which the doctor called him a slave, because this man always bragged that he was a descendant of the Chashmanaim, which reminds us this man objected to being called a slave, saying he was actually a descendant of the Chashmanaim. Rav Yudah then quoted Shmuel, called the Amr Medebes Chashmanaikasina, Avdahu. Anyone who says I'm from the family of the Chashmanaim is in fact a slave. Daf Ein Av, so this is Daf Ein Av is a donkey going E-R. So here goes. The donkey driver donkey, that must be one Daf Ein Av, E-R. The donkey driver from the land of Isa carrying dough to Eretz Yisrael on his donkey, which reminds us, Rebuda said in the name of Shmuel, Karatzos Isa Eretz Yisrael, all lands are like dough, meaning a mix of genealogical pure and impure people compared to Eretz Yisrael. Eretz Yisrael, Isa Labavel, and Eretz Yisrael is like dough compared to Babel. So the donkey driver from the land of Isa carrying dough to Eretz Yisrael on his donkey, saw two people arguing why Shir and Hashem's different names was cancelled, which reminds us the more discusses the discretion in transmitting and pronouncing Hashem's four-letter, twelve-letter, and forty-two-letter names. Rabba once sought to speak publicly about Kosh Baruch's four-letter name until an elder told him that it must remain hidden. So the donkey driver from the land of Isa carrying dough to Eretz Yisrael on his donkey, saw two people arguing why Shir and Hashem's different names was cancelled, and that the one who quieted down first was given a better yichus certificate, which reminds us, it more relates how the people in Eretz Yisrael examined people's lineage. When two people would quarrel with each other, they would see which of them would be silent first, Amru Haim Yuchas and they would say, this one is a better lineage, because those with tainted lineage are generally resentful of being rejected by others and are therefore quarrelsome. Similarly, Rav said, The silence of people of Babel is the proof of their pure lineage. Daf Ein Beis, so the Simon Daf Ein Beis is a thick piece of birthday cake. So here goes. When the big Persian bear stole a thick piece of diamond instead of birthday cake, thick piece of birthday cake, that must be learned Daf Ein Beis, of thick. When the big Persian bear stole a thick piece of diamond studded birthday cake, which reminds us from a passing of Daniel, we learn that the Persians are compared to a bear. They eat and drink like a bear, they're fat like a bear, they're hairy like a bear, and they have no rest like a bear, which constantly paces even when tied. 
So when the big Persian bear stole a thick piece of diamond-studded birthday cake from the boy who was born on the same day, a great tzaddik died, which reminds us when Rabbi Kiva died, Rebbe was born. When Rebbe died, Rabbi Yehuda was born. Rabbi Yehuda was born. Rav was born. When Rav died, Ravashi was born. To teach you that a tzaddik does not leave this world until another tzaddik like him is created. So when the big Persian bear stole a thick piece of diamond-studded birthday cake, from the boy who was born on the same day, a great tzaddik died. His father tried to scare it away by splashing pure water towards it that was meant to purify Mamzerim in the future, which reminds us that the Malchokas of Mamzerim will be pure in the times of Mashiach. Daf Ein. So the simmer Daf Ein is a giant ostrich egg. So here goes. The ostrich egg farmer, ostrich egg. That must have Daf Ein Gimel, giant ostrich egg. The ostrich egg farmer convert getting married to a Mamzeris while standing on a giant Ostrich egg, which reminds us, Gamor brings him out focus, if a gear can marry a mamzeris. So the ostrich egg farmer convert getting married to a mamzeris while standing on a giant ostrich egg, noticed the young Shtuki child looking to find his unknown father, which reminds us the prohibition of a Shtuki when his father is unknown. So the ostrich egg farmer convert getting married to a mamzeris while standing on a giant ostrich egg, noticed the young Shtuki child looking to find his unknown father, when all of a sudden a man and a woman snatched a lost boy off the street claiming to be his parents. And were believed, which reminds us, Rav Chista said, Shloshin and Manim Alter. Three people are believed only when they testify immediately, and they are one who testifies about an Asufi, a midwife, and one releasing her fellow woman from need of concerns. The first was explained by Rav Kozman Shabashuk. As long as the child is in the street, his father and mother are believed to claim he's their child. But once he's gathered in from the street, he's considered an Asufi and requires full testimony. All right, so now it's time to conclude with our pop quiz of 10 questions. Number one, which step do you learn that the Persians are compared to a bear? That's on Duff. I'm based. Good number two, which step do you learn a seller is not believed to say who he sold an item to after the item leaves his possession? That's on Duff. I'm dollar. Good number three, which step do you learn about the prohibition of a shtuki? That's on Duff. Ein Gimel. Good number four. Which stuff do you want all lands are considered like Isa, like dough, when compared to Eretz Yisrael? And Eretz Yisrael is considered like Isa when compared to Bavel. That's on Duff. Ein Av. Good number five. Which stuff do we learn? An Ammoni or Moabi Ger is allowed to marry a Mamzeris. That's on Duff. Ein Dod. Good number six. Which stuff do you learn the source that the children of a man intimated with a Nachris are not Jewish? That's on Duff. Samaches. Good number seven. Which of you before one tzaddik dies, another tzaddik is born? That's on Duff. I am based. Good number eight. Which of you anyone who claims to be from the Chashman Naim is a slave? That's on Duff. I am. Good number nine. Which of you that Abashul called a shtuki, a buduki? That's on Duff. I am Good number ten. Which of you three people are believed when they testify immediately, one being when parents claim a child is theirs when it's still found in the street? That's on Duff. Ein Gimel. Excellent. That concludes today's year. This is everybody. Rumgold Harvim Zichu wishing you a great day and great learning.